Let me, let me remind you about uh, something. There's a blessing in staying close to God. There's a blessing in staying close to, to the Lord. And one of the biggest blessings uh, is answered prayer, the area of communication with God, the area of answered prayer. Uh, Psalm 37 verse 4. Psalm 37 verse 4. Do you have your Bibles? Just two verses. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desire, desires, that is plural, of your heart. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. I find that uh, fascinating because there seems to be a tone of condition. There is a condition, but there also seems to be a promise. And that's the thing with God. Um, there's always a promise. And sometimes there's a condition with the promise because he wants you to come get it. He wants you to come get it. He, he doesn't want to make it difficult for you, but he does want you to come get it. So Psalm 37 is one of my favorite Psalms. Uh, the first three verses are even more beautiful, but this morning I just want to look at verse four. Take delight in the Lord. Now that's an active measure we can, we can do to find joy in God. Find our delight in God. You know that God is an acquired taste. Uh, he, he, uh, you, need, you need to hang out with him first before you want to hang out with him more. Uh, nobody just is born with a desire to be in fellowship with God. We are born with a desire to run in that direction, in the other direction. So when I take delight in the Lord, I am wanting him to be the, my greatest joy. I'm wanting to give my best, my biggest smile, my greatest happiness uh, in being with him. You can search the Psalms and search the scriptures to understand what it means to take delight. In fact, you know how to take delight in a person. But it says here, take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. So does God care about what you and I feel? Does God care about what we desire. We keep talking about God's will, God's will, we have to do God's will. And we talk about it from a very legalistic and very um, religious point of view, where we want to keep God happy. And that is such a non-fatherly way to look at God. It's a very idolatrous way to look at God. It's a very um, you know, myth mythical way to look at God. You know, we have these demigods somewhere, you know, floating in space or in, in the atmosphere, or we have this realm of gods and goddesses, and we need to keep them happy. And if we keep them happy, then we'll be okay. All of those things are not true. I'm a father. And for my son to take delight in me, all he needs to do is show that he wants to be with me, show that he wants to talk to me, show that he wants to know what I think. Show that he wants it from me first than anybody else. He, he, he's ready to turn to me first. It's very easy to tell a father, a show a father how uh, we take delight in them. 
So the best way to look at God and 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 to uh, and to delight in Him is to is to want something and and allow Him to know it first. What are we talking about? We're saying that God does care about your needs. He does care about what you're thinking, what you're dreaming about, what you care about. He does care about your desires. Should you do God's will? Yes. Is your life about doing God's will? Yes. But what is God about? And he will give you the desires of your heart. I love the fact that God, relationship with God is two ways. It is two ways. It's not an idolatrous relationship. It's a, uh, it's a communicable relationship. In idolatry, you bow, you give, you offer, you sacrifice, you get nothing back. In a relationship, you get everything back. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. If you have your Bible, then turn also with me to Psalm 145 verse 18. I do hope this is the correct verse in your, in your Bible. Psalm 145 verse 18. The Lord is near to all who call on him. The Lord is near to all who call on him. To all who call on him in truth. Now this refers to the theology of the omnipresence of God. It refers to the theology of the omnipresence of God. We believe in an omnipresent God, which means he's present everywhere and he's present to everyone, but he is not present in everyone. So God is not present in everything that's uh, a whole nother story, another theology. But God is present to anyone. So whatever direction you're looking in, wherever you are, whatever situation you're going through, however fast you're moving, the moment you bow in prayer, God presents himself to you. The moment you bow in prayer, God presents himself to you. Connecting with him is instant. The Lord is near. The Lord is near to all who call on him. See, the beauty of and the benefit of prayer, being close to God, is the fact, is drawn from the fact that he is close to us. If he was far, if he did not prioritize being close to us, we wouldn't have a chance. We wouldn't be able to do what, what we did. So now he's done what he can by his character, that he's, he's omnipresent, and by his desire he, 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 he uh, is near to those who call on him. It's now left only to you and me to call on him. So these two verses come, you know, they, they, they're a partnership. When you call on God, when you pray, God is close to you. God is close to you so that you can pray. When you call on God, God is close to you. He's always present. And when you pray, when you call on God, he is close to you. So the, the two things come together. And the benefit of staying close to God is a constant assurance of communication. Constant assurance. The blessing of knowing God is there and God is heard. Let's go over it again. Psalm 37 verse 4. Take delight in what? In the Lord. Lord, how do I do that? How do I ensure I'm delighting in you? What does it mean to delight in a God who is a spirit? 
What do I need to say no to, to delight in you? How do I ensure? How do I measure? How do I get this? I want it, Lord. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Lord, what are my desires? What can I tell you about my desires? After I've taken delight in you, what would my desires then be? Would my desires change? What are the desires of a person who has taken delight in God? Am I ready to change my desires? Because I know there are some desires I won't entertain if I did take delight in God. Psalm 145 verse 18, the Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. Aha! Yes, he is near. He's always present. And the moment I turn to him, he is there. So he is an ever-present God, ever-present God in trouble. So he is present to me, not in me, but to me. And to all who call on him in truth. So the first word we looked at in 37 was desires. The second word we looked at is truth. So when I call on him, I call on him on the basis of what is true. I call on him, I approach him on the basis of what I know to be true about him. Over the next uh, few weeks uh, on the Bible Talks through the YouTube channel, I will be uh, speaking on a new series called The Everlasting Father. And I'm basing this series on the I am statements of, of Jesus. It's incredible. And uh, tonight I'll be giving the introduction on that. But the I, I am statements of Jesus are very powerful. And the reason they are powerful is because they state equality with God. I am. I am the light of the world. I am the, uh, the resurrection and the life. I am the bread of life that's come down from heaven. Uh, when, when Jesus says, I am, he's equating himself to the Father. When Moses was saying to God the Father, he says, uh, when I go to uh, the people, who should I say sent me? How do I introduce him, myself to, uh, introduce you to them? What should I, and, and God says, say, I am that I am. I am that I am. He's talking about the eternality of God. The eternality of God, who the Father is. And Jesus says, I am. So he bases all his statements on the eternal, faithful uh, continuity and the existence of God the Father. So every statement is built on who the Father is and who we can be if we are in fellowship with the Father. So I want to unpack that as we go forward. And as we get talk about being close to God, we really come to know that being close to God is really on his terms and because of uh, what he's like. So it's a blessing all the way. Psalm 37, take delight in the Lord. Psalm 145, the Lord is near. Take delight in the Lord, the Lord is near. I don't know who's, who's got a troubled heart this morning. I don't know who's got a troubled heart this morning. There, sometimes our heart is troubled. Sometimes our heart is disturbed. May the Lord speak peace into your heart. May the Lord speak peace into your heart. You take delight in him. Take time out. Say, Lord, I'm switching off my phone. I'm switching off everything. I want to just be alone with you. You write down the things that are stressing you and then show it to God 
and cry. Just show the list to God. He can read. Just show it to God and cry. Write down what are you what are you concerned about? What are your plans for this year that are beyond your control? You need God to provide. Show it to God and just cry. Just say, Lord, give it to me. I want it from you. Delighting in the Lord is not partying. It's, uh, it's enjoying the fullness and the satisfaction of who he is. And enjoy the nearness of God to all who call on him. He is near. I love the fact that he makes himself present. Father, we love you, Lord. We love you and we thank you so much for what you're like. Because if you were not like what you're like, we could never have known you. We could never have loved you back. We would, our opinion wouldn't even matter. We would have lived in fear and uncertainty all the days of our life. But because of your goodness to us, in the land of the living, we are kept. We worship you and we adore your holy name. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.